Hello. Hello, 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 hello. How goes it, friend? It's alright, actually. I'm okay. Feeling good. Feeling yeah. excited for today's episode. Yes, it's been a long time coming, definitely. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, um, I, for it. I actually feel like this week kind of took forever to come. You know, normally like Tuesday comes so quickly. Yeah. I feel like it actually took, took a while. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, for once. I don't know why as well. Because, yeah, as we say, like, we normally feel like the week kind of comes and it's like, oh, we can record. But this time it kind of felt slow in between. It did. It's kind of nice. It's nice not to be, like, feeling so rushed. Yeah, it's quite weird. But hey, ho, what can we say? What can we do? We're back again. Back, back, back again. Yeah. So, um, guys, pre... I don't, I don't know if the precursor makes sense, but like I guess it's all background information. So, um, this week or the last week was like the ten year anniversary of Sierra's Sierra album, and so we thought it would be a good idea to kind of like finally do our Sierra album rankings. So that's what you're getting this episode, because why not? And yeah, just kind of I don't know. It's been about time we've done Beyonce, we've done Rihanna, and then in my head like they're like the big three like black female yeah. singers. I guess even though like obviously Sierra hasn't been as maybe successful as them, but she has been, I guess, the next successful, in terms of singers anyway, and R&B singers. So yeah, guys, that's what you're getting today. Um, And let me do your intro, because what am I doing? It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad. Hello, from Reverse Order. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Greatest Podcast, the podcast where we speak about all things music and popular culture. I'm Carl Yanan. And I'm Olivade. And today, as mentioned, we are giving you a Sierra album ranking in line with her, um, the 10-year anniversary of her Sierra album, which was her, I would say, comeback album after the fourth album, Curse thing. But we will discuss that. Uh, as I actually can't believe it's been 10 years. I know. Like, we did, you know, we did, like, a, um, songs that have, like, turned 10 in 2023. Yeah. And it was, like, Body Party. It was, like, oh, raw, like, that's kind of crazy <laughs> to think. Actually, like... Because 2013 just seems like the other day, but 10 years, oh, 10 years ago, it's crazy. Honestly, yeah. we're closer to like 20, yeah, like it's so weird that we're so close to like 20, I don't even know, we're closer to something, anyway, time has gone so quickly, but yeah. Um, so guys, we're just going to go into Sierra's albums, discuss the time periods, um, our favourite songs in the album, um, things that we kind of found significant or important around the times that the albums came out, if we remember. Um, and we're going to rank at the end our favourite albums from our least favourite to our favourite Sierra album. So. Yep. Ready you for heard your control. feedback, guys. I know you didn't like our, our rankings because we it's kind of confusing. So hopefully this is a little bit better. Yes. We are, you know, taking on all the feedback. Um, so I guess I'll start with Sierra. <clears throat> um, so... Yeah, obviously this is the first album that she released and it came out in 2004. Um, <clears throat> I think her best-selling album so far. Um, it's the album I fell in love with Sierra from, of course, because I guess I was like 10, turning 11. We were like transitioning from like primary school to secondary school. And I remember like my sister had the CD and when she wasn't around, I was just playing in her room in her CD player. And I just really, really like grew to enjoy the CD and album. It was such a fun album to me, like especially the fast and upbeat songs and I think for a lot of people around that time like Sierra was feeling a void for Aaliyah because Leah had died maybe three years before and then Sierra came she was like kind of a tomboy who could dance and had like a soft voice so it was kind of like you got a lot of comparisons especially early on in her career to Aaliyah which was quite interesting because when I look back now I don't really see the comparison to be honest with you so no I don't, I don't I'm not completely sold on the comparison I, I think people just said it because you know she's like 
she was like an urban artist she could dance and she was yeah. black <laughs> yeah because when i think back i'm like there was nothing really similar about them to be honest like i don't know what people like the dance styles were different as well like Aaliyah's was very smooth and like sexy and Sierra yeah. was a tomboy that could like really do choreography really really hard although Aaliyah could do choreography really well too but yeah yeah anyway um yeah so I guess like it was a really good album for me um Goodies was number one the single for seven weeks um and that's she's holding the record still for the longest running debut single for a female singer since 1977 which is an amazing feat for Sierra um the first three singles were Goodies and Monty Stephen O, they really tried well in America, positions like one, two, and two. And then the UK, like one, three, and four, the UK charts. Um, and then we kind of went a bit left when she released And I as the fourth single. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was about to say that I think this album, this, the first three singles, are probably one of her big, biggest, like her best um, like group of singles. Yeah. Like all of her own albums. Yeah, I agree. I think that they got it right. And then obviously... She was fighting for And I because she wrote it when she was 15. But the label wanted um, Next to You with R. Kelly to be the next single. And then this is where we started the trend that we would see in the future with the bad single choices. Yeah, she went down here from, the, from her first album. She was like, okay, I'm going to start it now. <laughs> like, Jesus. I just, honestly, I, to this day, I think And I is probably her worst decision that she's ever made. <laughs> I just think that there was so much that you could, because I thought the album was like not, it could have not ended at And I, because I think if we pushed, if they pushed for the full single, although I feel like all the singles that she released had features on them, fine. Um, she could have pushed for like Next to You. If they wouldn't have gone Next to You. I think they would have maybe released one more single and probably like Hotline or Fug Style or something. One of the like, songs that she hasn't got any features on. I think they would have closed the album with one of those songs instead. But um, I kind of understand why she was pushing for this. But I think because we were so used to like mid tempo dance, Sierra. Yeah, kind of got a bit confusing with the ballads because I was just like, yeah, because um, goodies itself as an album is not it's not really slow at all. It's more yeah. upbeat. It's so it's, yeah. I guess yeah. getting into her head, I guess I understand maybe because she she thought she already released like three up tempo singles, so she was like, maybe I should switch it up a little bit and, yeah. and give us a ballad. But I just don't think it's a strong ballad. I know she wrote it herself, but it's not something that kind of stands out to you because there are ballads that are good. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that it's a bad song, but I just think it's a, I don't know, it's just, it's not the strongest I've ever heard, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think generally I prefer Other Chicks and the title as like slower yeah. songs on the album anyway. So yeah, I think they would have been better choices if they were going to go for that slow, a slow song. But yeah, again, there was so much potential to that album anyway. But yeah, I think Goodies to me is like one of them, like a perfect R&B album to me. I think I, there's no skips, honestly <clears> speaking. <throat> I can play it from track one to 12 without having any... um. Like saying I don't like this song, this song annoys me or whatever. Like it literally yeah. is purely good album to me. So I think she they did a really good job with her first body of work. And it's twelve songs, not too long, you know, like perfect balance. So I think it's a great debut. And I think yeah. actually the first song I heard from it was probably one two step, but it's because I used to and I've said this before, but we used to watch like music channels and stuff. And I used yeah. to always see one two step and goodies and stuff. And that, that kind of brings me back to that time period of like flicking through music channels and yeah. just discovering new artists. Um, but yeah, I just think it's such a, it's honestly such a strong, strong album. It's probably one of her strongest, even to this day. And I think there's I something think... about um, music or albums that were released in like mid noughties, like 2004, 2005, that don't, I feel like they, they're very like, um, like they stand the test of time yeah. more so than like albums from like 2010 or so, because I don't know, it's what it is, but all these old albums like Beyonce's like Dangerously in Love, uh, Goodies, Pond, um, Music of the Sun, they all 
you can go you can go back to them now and they still sound quite strong in yeah. my opinion. Like, you just, might not like all the songs, but then you there's still songs that you were still listening to and it's been like how many it's been twenty almost twenty years of the, most of these albums coming out. So it's kinda of crazy to think about. I agree hundred um, percent. Yep. I was gonna say what were your favourite like three songs from Goodies? If you were able to narrow it down to three. <laughs> no, I did so I struggled. I, I was I actually messaged Carl say is it gonna be three? Because I can't I can't <laughs> choose. Um and I was trying to avoid the singles because that's obvious. But yeah. my top three is Goodies, mm. O, and mm. the title. Mm, okay. okay. Not us having two of the same songs on my top three. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? Mine or O, the title, and O, baby. See? Do you know what? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I knew you was going to have O on there as well. I didn't realise you liked Yeah. I didn't realise you liked the title as well. But yeah, it's one of my favourites, the album. You know what? As I've grown up, so when I was younger, I would have probably said like, Hotline, O, yeah. and maybe like Thug Style, probably. But then as I've grown up and matured a bit more, like, I, like, I do appreciate like a slow like, song yeah. and more of a melodic song, melodic song, sorry. So yeah, I know. I don't, before when I was younger though, I used to like, not get annoyed, I used to like the title. I didn't like other chicks when I was younger, but now I like them both. So yeah. Oh, it's yeah. such a good song. Sorry, I just have to say. Like, it's just... Honestly, that song, The Hold It Had On Me in 2005, the video, the bit when she's dancing on the car. On the car, like, yeah. <laughs> holy fam, 2005, this song was... I, music channels were playing it repeat. I would switch to one channel, it's on Kiss. I switched to MTV, it's on MTV. I switched mm-hmm. to whatever channel you, whatever it was back in there. I, it's on, I couldn't get out of it. It was just everywhere. And I loved it. So it was literally my favourite Sierra song at one point in time. It probably still is, to be fair. But... Yeah, I think it's one of my favourite Sierra songs. Like yeah. I was going to say, well, like, when you mentioned One Two Step being the first song you heard, I think, ironically, obviously Goodies like, was number one and stuff, and um, One Two Step was number two in America and number three in the UK. But I feel like One Two Step is more popular. Like, it's got more streams on, yeah, it is. on streaming platforms. It's like, I think it's her signature song. When I think of Sierra, I think of One Two Step, to be honest. and I, think I would she, agree with that. Yeah, she tends to, like, maybe end shows with One Two Step in opposed to Goodies. She might do Goodies in the beginning like or, like, towards the middle, but One Two Step usually goes at the end from what I've seen. Yeah. So yeah, um, I was just thinking as well. Maybe we might as well rate the albums two out of ten because you know, put us on the spot. Why not? Because I haven't. Oh my god, pressure, that. pressure, I pressure! I didn't think about that rating the album, but I thought you know why not? Because we're the rated podcast hashtag. So yeah, um, I'm gonna give goodies. I'll give it honestly to God. I'll give it like a nine out of ten. I really think it's honestly one of my favorite albums. Like. I don't know if it's because more so sentimental value to me, but I just really loved the album growing up. So yeah, I'll give it a nine out of ten on the scenes. It's basically perfection to me, like what an R and B album is supposed to be like in terms of mid tempos, upbeat, and ballads. I would, I think I'd agree. You know, nine. Yeah, I'd give it a nine as well. It is actually really, really good. It's very, very cohesive, and yeah, just a strong debut. So yeah, definitely a nine out of ten. Um, Yay, Sierra. You can lead us into the evolution, friend. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> so next up, we have the evolution, which was Sierra's second album, released in two thousand and six. Yeah, I believe. Um, let me know my facts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even write that down. I just, I just, I think I just, I kind of just know where, when her albums were released. In yeah, general. <laughs> yeah. You're actually an avid. I would say you're a Sierra fan, like of course, because I am actually not as much as you, but yeah, I, I, I am. Yeah, I, I've, yeah. My um fan what's the word like fandom for her kind of dips in the recent years but yeah 
there was a time period where I did actually love her music. So mm-hmm. yeah, the music, the evolution was her second album, and in general, I do think this is a strong album. The only, my only, kind of gripe with it is I don't really like the. I know it's, it's split into three parts. So evolution of uh, dance, no evolution of Sierra, yeah, evolution of dance, and the uh, evolution of fashion. Yes, yes, and I don't like. I don't really like the evolution of fashion bit as much mm-hmm. as the rest of the album. I think also the album's really long. It's like twenty nineteen songs, not including the interludes. Eighteen songs, not including the interludes. That's quite a lot of songs actually. Think about it. it is very long, and I just mm. think that there was. I think it could have been cut down a lot more because um, mm. there are some songs on there that I just. I I, I honestly do skip, but if I'm thinking of it like the good points of it i think the singles were really good yeah um one of my favorite songs uh, one of my favorite singles of hers is actually promise and i know that's like one of her um well-known songs as well i think when you think of sierra you think of promise as well mm-hmm. um and yeah it's one of the times where a slow single actually worked for her yeah um, the thing is, i think yeah a mid-tempo I'm starting to realise though, she had a lot of errors where she started off with like mid tempos after like goodies and stuff. After goodies, yeah. Yeah, then she started doing this whole mid tempo release thing. And it would work a little bit for her sometimes, like just depending on the, if it's a good like R and B song or not, basically. Yeah. Um so I think the album starts off really like heavy because obviously it's those first songs that's right with Lil John. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just like it's a it's a good way to start an album because it's just like mm-hmm. yes. So but that's what I kind of don't like is that it starts off so strong and I think it does kind of dip a little bit until we get into like the middle of it. Um, mm. What was the actual first single, Get Up? Um, yeah, so basically, um, because there was Step Up, the movie came out and then Sierra contributed to the soundtrack with Get Up. And so technically that was released in like July of that year, sometime of that year, I remember. And then because the album came out maybe in December, they added it on obviously because it was like preceding Promise. So technically, the official first single was technically Promise, but then they just kind of get up was, I guess, on the album. So they kind of count it as the technical first single. But to me, Promise was the song that started the album. Off the yeah, I, I think I would count that as the first single, yeah, if I'm honest. Technically, um, yeah. But Get Up is actually a really good song, so. Yeah, yeah, it's as well, yeah. Um, so yeah, so, and also actually, I would say, so out of the singles, I'm good, the singles were... Uh, if you can't get up, get up, promise, um, like a boy, and then can't leave him alone. Yeah. And I think they're actually really good singles, to be I fair. Think so like, too. I just think the, maybe we could have worked out the order a bit. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? No. I think the order was fine, to be fair. I don't think there's anything really wrong with these. I could see Like a Boy being the first single. You think because so? I think that's one of her most iconic songs as well. Mm. Um, I just remember when, when I was young and I watched a video, I actually used to love the video. It was just, mm. it was just so different. It was just different for like that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's one of my favorite songs as well. So yeah, like I said, I think the track list to me is a bit too much. Mm. And I get the whole, like splitting it into three parts and stuff, but I don't know if I'm really a fan of that. Like in for albums in general, I'm not really a fan of like when they split up. I'd rather just like a 10 song album that's cohesive, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. I think... Um... I don't know, my opinion on the evolution wanes sometimes. But yeah, I think it was like, it's a best-selling album um, in terms of first week sales. It sold like 338,000 copies in the first week of December 2006. And she outsold people at Eminem at that time, which I think is crazy to think about. Like, if you think about Star Power, you think Eminem, oh my God, huge records, like, sells on 100,000 million. 
But for her to be number one that week in beating out people like Eminem, to kind of show the kind of star power that or potential yeah. which she had at the time. Um, I think the album was good in terms of like the title, I think, was fitting because I think she really grew into herself in the next album. So 2021, and I think the themes and topics were really mature. Um, and I really appreciated like kind of things she spoke about, the love and the relationships and the vulnerability she showed. Um, I think she like I would say she worked with like some really good producers as well. Like I think this was a really good produced album. Like Dark Child, The Neptunes, Will I Am, Little John, Sean Garrett, of course Jazzy Faye. Um <clears throat> and then I guess like thinking like into what you said, the um the evolution like soundtrack not the soundtrack, what are they called interludes. Yeah, I wouldn't interludes. Really hear, I'm not here for interludes in general, I just don't like them because I just I feel like they're just pointless. But I get what she was trying to do. I guess, but at the same time, I don't really, I'm not here for interludes anyway. But yeah, minus the interludes on the album, there's like 15 songs, which is still quite a lot of songs on the album to yeah. be fair, because we've gone from 12 to 15 now, and this is like not including any bonus tracks or um, iTunes exclusives or whatever people used to do at the time. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, I, were you going to say something? I was going to say, I think it would have been perfect, because I think the evolution of um, Sierra's section is like eight songs. Mm. So I think if she just added a couple from the other sections, like Get Up, um, so hard, and then maybe something else, mm. and then just made that the album. I think it would have been perfect. For my yeah, I mean, because yeah. the first bit is obviously you got that's right, like a boy I promise I proceed, can't leave him alone, crush my love, and my love is one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah, that's an underrated Sierra like deep cut that only the real fans know about, guys. Yeah, and then like the evolution of fashion bit has songs that I just, I honestly just, I just skip all the time. Like getting fit in, I'm just me. I found myself. I'm just like it's just not strong songs in my opinion it's just mm. added there just, just added to the end but yeah I don't know that song was produced by Will I Am I only realised yesterday and I was like I can hear that now now that I hear but, getting fit in there's no yeah, way that yeah. I cannot hear Will I Am producing that song maybe that's why I don't like it because yeah. I'm, I'm not the hugest Will I Am fan maybe because I was just like oh, I never realised he, produ- he um, produced that one but it, it sounds like something he would do to be, to be fair yeah so, I will say though with this album you like you said you can definitely see the, the title is fitting because you can definitely see her evolution from her um, first album. Yeah, um, I feel like she matured more, exactly. There was so much more potential, I think, as well. Like I would say, like because I think her sales opening sales week and the fact that album was certified platinum in like six weeks to me suggested like potential for a world tour or a at least an American like stadium ish arena, not a stadium, sorry, arena size at least tour because yeah, that's one million sales in like over the Christmas holidays and then you know what I mean it's just like crazy potential I don't know what happened there or they dropped the ball or they were maybe focusing on other artists they had signed to their label but it was I just, think they like, definitely dropped the ball because I think this is kind of what hindered as we will get into it but it, that, this is what hindered fantasy right I think because they didn't yeah, capitalise on this success they could have toured this album they could have really milked it because like she was doing opening up for Rihanna but then her album had sold really well at herself so i was just like what what is the meaning like obviously rihanna blue when umbrella came out yes but i was just like sierra come on you had a good run like you didn't have to open for somebody that you're younger than and you started before in my opinion but yeah Yeah. also um yeah i don't know i really like i don't think uh, actually hmm, i was gonna say there's no skips but no there is a couple skips in this album there are skips i have to be in the mood for that yeah and then also i'm just me sounds like a bit there's a bit in it that I sounds don't like, like that song. It a bit. Yeah, it just sounds a bit r- like rough copy. Like they didn't master it properly. Sometimes there's a certain part of one of the of the song that just sounds a bit rough. But anyway, yeah. Album overall, what are your favorite um three, top three songs? Sorry, from the album. My top three songs were "Promise," "My Love," and "Can't Leave Him Alone." 
Mm, you loved Can't Leave Him Alone, though. That's yeah. my tune. That's still my tune. I love that song so much. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. What it is. What it is about it? But it gets me every time. Mm. Um, I would say mine are Like a Boy, My Love, and I Proceed. <laughs> um, I, d- I don't like I Proceed. I don't know why. I knew you were gonna say that. I don't know what. <laughs> but I just love the beat. I just love that. And then when it starts, like, oh, I said, this is the Neptune's perfection. In terms of production, but um, yeah, I can see why you wouldn't like it. To be fair, um, yep. out of ten, I think I would give it a. Hmm, what should I give it? What should I give it? Maybe a seven point five. Okay, so solid, solid rating. Can't lie. Um, I think that's fair. I'll give it an eight out of ten, just because I feel like there's a few songs that you could have maybe we could have gone without. Um, but I yeah. do appreciate the vulnerability, and I really uh, like the evolution. I feel like she sang; her voice was being stretched in this song. Like some of the notes and things that she was, um, the way she was singing was a bit different. Like the falsetto and promise was really nice. She sang really well and so hard. And my love, like there was a lot of ni- nice high note moments. I think for Sierra, which was really good. So, yeah, I'm here for that. And the videos were just top tier. Like most of all of them. Yeah, really I was going to say the videos are really good. She yeah. did step up. Even Can't Leave Him Alone wasn't like obviously like a really exciting video, but it was good for what it was, I would say. So yeah. Yeah. We move on to her third album, Fantasy Ride, in 2009. So um this is where there was a bit of confusion pre- preceding the album in terms of like the official first single. So she the official singles were technically Go Girl, Never Ever, Love Sex Magic and Work. But it started off with Go Girl with T Pain, but I don't think the label really pushed it. So there was a kind of a false start with that song. And I don't think Go Girl was a bad song. I think they were trying to move Sierra into pop which is what all the other girls were doing at the time. So fair enough. Dance pop was a thing at this time. Electro pop. Cool. So I think they started off with Go Girl because it was kind of of like a pop, electro, R&B kind of song. Fine. It's it's kind of clear that you're going for a different sound for Sierra. My only thing is that they didn't push the song. It got, like, taken off radio, like, very quickly. Like, it was just kind of weird to me that they didn't, you know... And the video was really good as well. Like, so I was a bit disappointed. I can't lie. I liked the video. I just don't think it was the best choice for the first single. Um, you think so? Especially, well, especially looking at the track list, I think she mm. should have. They should have kicked it off with "Love, Sex, and Magic" straight away. You know what? I can actually agree with that. I think that would have made more sense in terms of being the pure, like a strong single. Obviously, Justin Timberlake was actually very popular this time as well. So, like that feature in itself helped the song kind of peak where it did. I think you're right. If they're going pop, just start off strong and don't be hesitant yep. about it. And just go straight in with Justin Timberlake. And yeah, I agree with you actually. Now that you said that, that's a good point. Because then it's a clear that song did that song did really well, didn't it? As well. So. Yeah, it was that, it was uh, the best charting song from the album. So it keeps it number ten in America, number five in the UK, and like top ten in most of the European countries. So top twenty. So yeah, you're right. Um, I think the whole album general fantasy ride, I think Sierra was experimenting with pop, like electro pop and dance sounds. Um, I really liked the experimentation, I can't lie. Um, I don't think the public really warmed to it because it was different. And I think there was a bit of confusion as yeah. with like her singles and stuff. But um, yeah, and like what kind of artist she was. I think a lot of people kind of confused, like, oh, Sierra's become pop now. She's selling out or whatever, whatever. But I think I like Sierra when she does pop music. Like, I think it's... It suits her. She's got an airy voice that can do pop music very well, like a soft, airy voice. So she can do R&B or pop. Like, and I think she does it quite well when she's prompted. So yeah, I'm here for Pop Sierra, mostly. I, I agree. I, I do like Pop Sierra. What I don't like about this album, I think, is that... And I, I don't mind her experimenting, but I do think kind of it comes across as messy and like 
there's just not a clear direction because all the songs mm. kind of sound different to me. I just don't, I think I'm one of the people or one of the fans who didn't really warm to it as much as I should have. Um, yeah. And I do think that was the single choices um, because there's so, they're such strong songs on there. And I think they were just left to the wayside. Like even work with Missy Elliott, I think that should have done so much better than it did. Yeah, that's you're right um, though. I think when you think about it, there's there was so much potential in terms of the songs on the album. Like turntable, the thing turntables of Chris Brown was quite. Mm-hmm. I think that could have been a good hit. It charted in the UK without any video or anything because of the radio play it was receiving on. Um, I think it was one of the radio, the UK radio station at the time. Um, it was BBC or Capital. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, High Price was supposed to be. In fact, High Price was supposed to be the single. They actually made a video. There's clips that have leaked from the video. But they never pushed it. I don't know what happened. Did they change their minds? Then they went with Never Ever. Sierra to the Stage was a good R&B song, generally. Um, yeah, there was work. Pucker Up was like a... It sounded like a Britney kind of song to me, if I think about it. Um, I, I used to love Keep Dancing on Me so much. That was my favourite song. Um, Lover's Thing was a nice R&B ballad. But yeah, there was like so much potential, I think. Um, but... As you said, I think people a lot of people say that the songs that she released were not like indicative of like the great yeah. potential the album had in terms of that Never Ever and stuff anyway. Because even like no, Lack of Something is a better song than Never Ever to me. But So yeah. I love Never Ever and that, that's I, I honestly do love that song, but I can admit that it's not really a single. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have been a single. That's that's an album track at best. So I don't understand yeah. why she released that as the first single. That's it's just crazy. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Any sense at all. Um But they had the album is strong, but there are some songs. I know you like to pucker up, but I don't really like it. There are just yeah. songs that are just you can just skip, like G's for girl. Like, what is what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I was a video about Sierra. Someone said that it's amazing how they found something to say for every letter of the alphabet. That's just crazy. Then I don't even know how they did that either. <laughs> oh my I mean, God. the concept is good, but it just wasn't executed. Well, I don't think. Um, yeah. I know you loved high price, but I can't like the 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 voice is too high for me. No, you're not just, the, um, the opera falsetto now. Yeah, I mean, I get it because she was experimenting and like it, at the time it might be like that's never really been done before, so I get it. Yeah. But like listening back, I'm just like it doesn't sound good <laughs> to me. <laughs> I imagine how it would sound live as well. No, um, I will say fantasy ride. It was strong at the time, but I do think it in my opinion, listen to all albums again, I think it is the most dated. It's most, mm-hmm. you can tell that it's 2009 for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not really like, it doesn't stand the test of time for me. Yeah. But also, I can't get over that stupid, stupid cover. The alternate cover. You know, oh, the, the one that they, just, they were filming a video and they just said, pause. Yeah, they just said, let's pause now. <laughs> and they're blowing the wind machine and her hair's just everywhere. Oh my God. Because... Well, the American cover is so good. That's one it's of my so, favorite Sierra covers. Honestly, <sighs> I don't know why we suffered with this. Like the thing, is, and the, the whole thing was that she's supposed to be a superhero. So this album came with an alter ego, Super C, right? And Super C is supposed to be a hero or superhero of some sort. And this is the whole yeah. like the whole theme of fantasy, right? That's initially, it was supposed to be like a three-track album with three different segments. Um, I can't remember they were called Kingdom of Dance, Groove City, and something else. Um, so it's almost similar to how she broke up the evolution, but like with defined three different discs kind of thing. But that went out of the window when they had these mishaps with the singles and stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and then somehow the other cover that is American is nice and purple, and there's even a red one for the um, deluxe. Then we got one dusty um, version for the UK and, and European countries. I said, excuse me, 
It honestly is terrible. And what's annoying is that's the cover that's on Spotify as well. Like It is. And I can't you change it. You change can't change it. it. And it's like, what the heck? <laughs> when I was younger, obviously I used to put music on my own iPod and stuff. So I used to put the American art up because I was like, I don't like this UK one or the international one. It's horrible. But anyway, yeah. Ooh. I just, overall, overall thoughts is that I think this album was very much a missed opportunity for her and her label. Yeah. I think they didn't really do it justice. Um, and it's a shame because, yeah, it's a shame because I think this is the first, well, not the first, well, yeah, this is the time where I think people, people's interest in Sierra kind of waned after this album yeah. up until um, Sierra in 2013, when mm-hmm. we get to there. But I just think it's a shame because it kind of diminished her star power a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think this was like a, it's a, she took an L like from this album and it's annoying because obviously you had two successful albums and your third album is not as successful and then it kind of just got abandoned. I think there was yeah. good potential and it could have been saved. Um, and it didn't sell badly. Like, it sold 80,000 in the first week, which is a significantly less than, obviously, her last two albums. But there's a downward, there was a downward trend in terms of sales after this anyway. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Could have been worse. But what would you give um, Fantasy Ride out of 10? And what were your favourite three songs from the album? I'm not going to lie. You're probably going to hit me, but I think I'll give it a 6 out of 10. Um, it was like, overall, okay, good enough. I thought he was going to give it a bit higher, but yeah, yeah I just, I think I'll give it it's not, it's not one of my favourite uh, Sierra albums, but yeah. um, my favourite songs were uh, Work, Like a Surgeon and Never Ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, Work, Like a Surgeon Never Ever, good songs. Of course, we always have like at least one song in common, which is so funny. Um, my top three were Like a Surgeon, Keep Dancing on Me and Turntables featuring Chris Brown. Um Turntable is actually a good song, kind of. Yeah, I liked it. And I think that like, if the Chris Brown thing happened around that time with Rihanna, obviously, like literally months prior, and I know for sure that if that didn't happen, they would have released a video and it would have been a single and I think it would have done really well because they would have both been dancing and it would have been really cool. Yeah. But obviously it happened. So I feel like when they try to work together, it's always gone a bit wrong. But hopefully one day in the future, they're able to kind of finally work together, perform together again yeah. and put out an actual song together. So. You know, I think Like a Surgeon could have been a good single as well. It could have. It was released as like the last single, um, got radio play, but then it didn't, they just kind of like abandoned it after work, basically. So, yeah. I mean, you know. So <sighs> that brings us on to her fourth album, uh, yes. Basic Instinct, that was released in 2010. Um, and I know this is not people's favourite Sierra album and it didn't, it didn't really do well. It's kind of forgotten. It's like I would call it like the forgotten album, I think. Mm. Um But this is honestly, I love this album. I just think it's one of her most cohesive. It's short and sweet. Like there's honestly like no skips for me anyway, apart from maybe um No, actually I don't think there's any skips. Girl get your money is not a skip. Okay, okay, okay. That's probably the worst. Hello. <laughs> I think so. This so that's one of the songs that kind of proves that when Sierra is being cheesy, I just don't think it works. Like, mm-hmm. just, it's just it comes across as just cheesy. But um, in general, though, I think the track list is very strong. Yeah, I think that the first single "Ride" was a good choice. Um, mm-hmm. that's one of her most iconic songs as well. Now, um, looking back, because people. I think maybe not at the time, but I think now mm-hmm. when people think of Sierra, they think of Ride as well. And, and obviously that controversial controversial video. Mm-hmm. Um, I, remember that, I remember it was like, it got banned on like music channels and stuff. Yeah, it's it's like, oh, crazy God. because if you see the amount of videos that were having around that time, yeah, 
like or like release on BT uncut and just generally on TV in normal in normal daytime. I was thinking because she's humping the ground, you lot are finding the video, but there's like titties and ass and everything everywhere else in music videos. So, yeah, I never got the whole controversy around it. I just thought that that was so stupid. Yeah, um, it was kind of confusing considering BET and Sierra like had a good relationship as well. So for them to ban it, yeah. Um, so this is a this is a another showcase of when Sierra chose the wrong single. So obviously she had "Ride" as the first single, and then she had "Speechless," which, which I love that song, but it doesn't give single at all. That album track. Um, and then she had the problem with um, she had to pay for the "Give Me That" video herself, yep. didn't she? which yep. that's just just controversy you don't really need when you're releasing the album mm-hmm. um so i think this album came with a lot of um label drama and stuff and i think that's what kind of diminished it a little bit mm-hmm. as well and but i just think it's such a shame because i think it is such a strong album and it's basically it's very simple so she doesn't have any like major like um runs or anything or like what's, what what did she say when she said she really what was it she, it was like she kind of tried to keep it as simple as possible which that's why she called it Basic Instinct, I yeah, guess. Yeah, back to, like, basics, essentially, with, yeah. like, the sound and everything. There's nothing that... I mean, there's no, there's no song that, like... It's not... There's, no, there's nothing that, like, really screams at you, but I think it's a nice listen. So if you just put it in, like, in the background, uh, like, when you're washing up or something, I think it's, it kind of gives that, like... Or, like, a Sunday afternoon or something like that. Mm. Uh, kind of gives that to me. But honestly, I think it's a good album, and I think it deserves more shine than it does... Than it got, than it gets now as well. Yeah, I think we both like me and Ollie bought it the album in two thousand and ten. Um, yeah, around December time when it came out. Um, and you know what? I liked it back then, obviously. And then listening to it now, um, it wasn't actually a bad album. I think at the time I was disappointed because obviously it sold terribly, and she was getting a lot of like hate and getting dragged and cussed and insulted. But <clears throat> yeah, a couple of the songs like I still like. Like I listened to Ride Obviously, and then um, like you can get it. Um, and then a few of the songs on like they're all towards the end of the album. And again, like as we just said, it was just single choices. I don't think Speechless should have been a single at all. Like there was not, and there was no like no, but just no, definitely not. Yeah, give me that. Mm, it's a I don't even think that should have been a single either. Yeah, like it's repetitive. Like I feel like there was better like upbeat songs. Like mm-hmm. heavy rotation. That should have been a single, definitely. Best song on the album. Yeah, in my opinion, and like yep. even the fact that Dream and, and Tricky produced most of the album themselves. Like I feel like it didn't sound. Like, just two people made it. I feel like sometimes you can get that thing where two people release an album and you can just hear that every song is produced by these specific artists or producers, sorry. But I think it actually sounded, all the songs sounded fairly different, um, considering. But yeah, Heavy Rotation, hashtag justice for Heavy Rotation. Guys, you've yep. listened to that. One of the best songs in the album, honestly. Like, a good Sierra album cut. Even, um, even the the collab with Usher, Turn It Up, should have been a single, I think. Like, I just don't understand. Like, these are we will be doing heavy hitter moves, like collaboration, and then we'll just leave them by the wayside. Yeah, I so I bet... Time as well, like, what? I know, and I bet most... So some people who might not listen to, like, a full Sierra album, they don't even know that song exists. It's exactly. crazy. That's but, what I'm um, saying. Just missed the potential. Single choice. So what... So, obviously, would you have kept Ride as the first single? I think Ride was okay. I think yeah. that it... It was a good R and B song. Um, it's one of her staples now. Um, I would have gone next with like either Heavy Rotation or Turn It Up. To be yeah, honest with you, me too. And yeah. then I would I would have ended it with maybe like You Can Get It or maybe I Run It. Yeah, I think those are good because You Can Get It is actually a nice. It sounds really pretty, like such a prettily, <laughs> prettily produced song, and she sounds very like angelic on it in terms of her vocals. Yeah, I would agree with that. Close it off with a slow, slower song or mid tempo. Yep. Um, 
But yeah, I think I would give it, so out of 10, what would I give it? So I gave Fantasy Rad 6. I'll give... Mm, I'd actually give... Because it's one of my favourite albums, I think I would actually give it an 8 out of 10. Oh, wow. Okay. You I, do I, like honestly think, I do. I don't know why. It just speaks to me. Um, <laughs> and like I said, I like short and sweet albums, and this is one of her most short and sweet, so... Yeah. Okay, fair. I'll give it a 6 out of 10 as well. Um, I think I like a lot of the songs on Fantasy Ride in comparison, but I also like... The songs that were not released, and obviously that were parts on this album I really liked as well. So I think in terms of quality, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like they're both like on par, if that makes sense. I like the fact she went back to um, Simple Roots. But this, I think the songs that um, we spoke about, like Heavy Rotation, I Run It, and maybe not Turn It Up, but they have like a replayability that some of the songs on Fantasy Ride don't have, I would say. So, yeah, they've kind of stood the test of time a bit long, a bit more than the pop, dance pop sounds that she produced. Um, I think you're definitely hindered by being, like, I think you still remember the disappointment back in 2010. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I was the same with um, Rihanna's Talk That Talk. I was so disappointed in it. And I was just like, oh, so that's why I can't rate it highly on my list now because I just remember when I was just disappointed. <laughs> hurt, but yeah, it? I know. Yeah, because hurt, go guys. I, I read him loud and clear. Okay, I got you for it. <laughs> You're right. What were your top three songs from um, Basic Instinct? So, my top three songs were obviously Heavy Rotation, oh. um, Speechless. Uh, mm. You know, I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> and also, this is controversial maybe, but I actually love Basic Instinct. You got me. You know what I was? I was here for the bars. I can't lie. Initially, I was like, "Oh, Sierra rap now." Well, she was rapping like pre prior to this album. She had a mixtape that she released in between Fantasy Ride and Basic Instinct, and she covered some songs. She even covered Beyonce's Diva. That was terrible though. But yeah, but but, yeah, she was rapping a bit. So like, I remember the song she had a Fifty Cent called "Slow Down." I was like, "Okay, Sierra was rapping that." So yeah, yeah. sounds decent. She actually got a decent like rapping style. So she does. I agree. We'll hear about that in the next album. Um, and my favorite songs on this album were "Heavy Rotation," "I Run It," and "Turn It Up" with Usha. Yeah. Oh, nice. A special shout out to Once for Dinner as well because I like that song. Yeah, it was a nice song. I wish it could have been a bit maybe longer, but you know, or added something else to it, or more of a bridge or something. I don't know how they would have done that, but yeah. You're mine, you're mine. Um, next on our list is Sierra's fifth album. Um, so we went back to basics with this, as I would say as well, in terms of like finding her way back to LA. Reed, she gave us like mm-hmm. I would say that this is R and B pop greatness to me. I think it was a good way to win back people after Basic Instincts was a commercial failure. Um, the album debuted at number two in America and did so better than Basic Instinct, almost doubled the sales. Um, she sold like over fifty-seven k first week. I think Jay Z was number one that week because he had like done a deal with Apple. To I think you got a copy of his album with your phone or something like that. Your yeah, iPhone. something like that. Some deal around that time, so he got <laughs> number one. Anyway, which is fine. Um, right. So we had a bit of a mishap with this album because there was like bare false starts. So we had Sweat. If you remember that song on Two Chains, oh god. Yep, that yeah. was not. <laughs> no. Then we had Sorry, which was actually a good song in my. I opinion. actually love that song. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and then we had Got Me Good, which was um. Got me good. So yeah. Um, and then after those kind of songs, we got Body Party, which was her like first top 40 hit in a little while. And um, I think Sierra's album, the Sierra album was actually one of her best albums, I think. Yep. I think I was really happy that she was able to reinvent herself like at this time, because I think after album four and album three, everyone was a bit like, oh God, what's she going to do next kind of thing. It's kind of going downhill for her. But 
she did well and she got two Nikki features on the album. And yeah, so singles were Body Party, I'm Out, and Overdose. And um, yeah, it was a good album to me. Body Party was a great, great, great first single. Um, yeah. That got, that got people talking about Sierra again. I remember when it first came out and I was like, oh my God, have you heard the new Sierra song? Like it really just clicked with people. Mm. Um, and I think that's where she shines most, I think. So it's like, it's just like a mid-tempo R&B song, but it's also, you can also listen to it in a club and it will yeah. still go off. And I think to this day, it's still, it's still such a, such a good song. Um, yeah, we did kind of get... Um, the same kind of thing we always get with Sarah where she doesn't choose to write singles because I don't think I'm out should have been the second single yeah. even though I do like that song I just think that there was other opportunities um, and especially because she had two Nikki features and I think the second Nikki feature is probably better mm-hmm. than I'm out so I think maybe she should have went of that if she wanted to release a Nikki song so yeah, I think she might have lost people with that, but in general, I think people still do rate this album as one of her best, which is good. Um, yeah. Um, and then the third single was "Overdose," which I, I actually do like that song. So mm-hmm. I do think that was a good choice, but maybe it should have been the second single, maybe. Yeah, um, I think again we were like going a bit because obviously we went R and B, and I think like with Sierra, I feel like it needed to be a clear transition between what genres. But I think because she does R&B pop anyway, generally, it's kind of like bouncing between the two. But yeah, I think I'm Out was like a, a good, obviously, a collaboration, a fun collaboration. But as you said, Living Up, Living Up, Living It Up, gosh, Living It Up was the better song out of the two. So I think they should have gone with that um, in opposed to I'm Out. I think that would have been a better decision overall. Um and then I'm then overdose transitioning from that because overdose was like one of the highlights from the album. Like everyone was like, "Oh my god!" When it, it like it leaks a little bit before it, the album came out, everyone was like, "Oh my god!" This pop song by Sierra is amazing. Like, whoa, overdose, mm-hmm. overdose. Um, and then she got pregnant, so I wasn't able to obviously film a video for overdose properly. So that was, um, I guess, unfortunate. But yeah, good album. I think good blend of R and B pop. Like, I think everything on the album is actually really good, except for where you go with future. I think that's the worst song on the album, in my opinion. We could have done I didn't like that song at all. Yeah, we could have done without that song. Um, and it's again short and sweet, like you like ten songs, pretty much. So. Yep. Yeah. Also, she did a good thing. I think she released like a like a little trailer for each song, didn't she? Yeah, and I think that we don't give Sierra enough credit for her innovation because I think that whole thing, like obviously, that was two thousand and thirteen. Yeah. And later in the year, Beyonce did basically that, but then four video versions. Obviously, she had more budget and more, you know, yeah, um, thingy. So she did whole like videos for every single song, which is uncommon. But Sierra kind of started a trend with like the little snippets, and I think maybe Beyonce might have sought inspiration from that and then took it one step further, obviously because she could. So yeah, I think the central this album was really there, but then I think obviously getting pregnant and maybe the, like not the right second single follow up wasn't the best course of action. But yeah, because even I'm out like as a song. I don't know how to dance to it. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah, you can't really... So, obviously, the Body Party, that was a good club song. You can dance, you can vibe to it. Yeah. And then I'm Out. I, I think, yeah, people, I think people thought similarly, like, what are we supposed to do to this? <laughs> yeah. like, just, I don't know how to move to it, like, honestly. I just don't know what to do. Yeah. And in general, I think the track list is really strong. Like, there are very mm-hmm. good, strong, good, strong songs on there. And I think, yeah, definitely, honestly, can wholeheartedly say probably one of her best albums, for sure. Yeah. Especially in recent years, anyway. Definitely. What um would you say in terms of top three songs? So top three songs. I said I loved Overdose, so I put Overdose. 
Mm. Um, Read My Lips. I don't know why I love that song. I just love the like islandy vibe. Yeah. Um, and then I put Body Party because I think that's such a good song. Yeah. So, yeah, good yeah. Any three, to be fair, would be good. Um, I chose Super Turn Up. <laughs> I love this song. You I don't love know why. That I like song. You love this song. I don't know what it is about this song, but I just love this song. And even to this day, I still listen to it. Like, if it plays, I don't skip it because I like it still. Um, Living It Up, featuring Nicki Minaj, and Sophomore. Those are my like top three. But I, if I put a swap one of those out, I would put in Overdose because I know I loved that song when it first came out as well. Yeah, I still, I still listen to Overdose to this day. So, yeah, uh, definitely one of my faves. Um, yeah. I honestly give this album a solid 8 out of 10. Uh, yeah, 8 out of 10. Yeah, that's a good I mean, number. I maybe, yeah. Actually, no, I'm going to change that. Maybe 7.5. Yeah, I said 7.5. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 7.5. Because there are some misses on it, like Where You Go and yeah. the single choices and stuff. So, yeah. So, that I... brings us on to her fifth, uh, sixth album. Wow, I forgot that she has so many albums. Yeah, um, she got more albums than Beyonce. It's crazy. Um, Jackie, which was released in 2015, it was named after her mum. Yes, yes, yes. So, in all honesty, this is probably what I just I've just never clipped with this album, and I don't know what it is because she kind of gave us what people were saying. Like she gave us like up tempo songs, and like it was kind of more poppy as well. Um, yeah. So I don't know why it just didn't click. I just think maybe the pop song kind of just came across as generic yeah. and cheesy. Yeah, so I, and I feel like what, what was so weird about it was that she kind of led off. So she led with I Bet and then Dance Like We're Making Love. So those two singles are probably like the slowest songs on the album. But then you have an mm. album full of pop songs. So I don't get, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I get I Bet because obviously like she released it after the whole future thing. So I get that. Um, and actually, I bet was actually well received as well. Yeah, so. it was, yeah, it charted well. Um, well, like top fifty. So it took a little bit, bit time to get there, but yeah, it was top fifty. Um, it's obviously gone platinum since. Yeah, then. I like so, the yeah, video yeah, as well. Yeah, she was quite vulnerable, obviously, in the song as well, because she's speaking about her relationship and like stuff she experienced with Future. So I think maybe a lot of people relate to that. I used to love the song at that time as well. Um, again, like you said, like yeah, she was. I feel like she was trying to be a pop star again, but then like releasing R and B songs, which is a bit confusing. So yeah. it just kind of made no sense. And then at one point they were battling between releasing Dance Like We're Making Love or Give Me Love. And they literally changed the album art for um, one of the songs, then just changed it, just literally changed the title of the song and put it on Dance Like We're Making Love. And I was just like, wow. Screaming. So they were battling between Give Me Love um, and Dance Like We're Making Love as singles. And I just remember that, that back and forth. And then eventually it was Dance Like We're Making Love as the next single i think it was that or it was either that's how i'm feeling versus give me love and then they eventually were gonna release give me love but then it just kind of stopped the ball rolling the album so yeah like you said um this was i really liked the album at the time because i was going through a bit of a bit of a tiff you know and it, i felt like i could relate to the songs that she released like fly <coughs> and <I bet>. but <laughs> um when i think about it it's not really that great of an album but i see what she was it's trying not. to do yeah, at the time I liked it, and obviously I liked Sierra, so I was listening to it heavily. But looking back, like I only listened back to um, "Kiss and Tell," which, in my opinion, was the best song on the whole album. And again, the best song on Sierra's albums usually gets left to dust. Now, at this point, we've had heavy rotation, and now we have "Kiss and Tell," yeah, pop perfection, produced by Dr. Luke. And again, we don't get a video or anything. So, yeah, 
I think until we get to Dance Like We're Making Love, which is the fourth track on the album, that, that whole, for the bit before that is just so skippable to me. Like the song with Pitbull and Missy Elliott, I do not like at all. You know that song, yeah? Found out years ago that, like, it was, there was a group called the Paradisi Girls or something. They were like, supposed to be like the Pussycat Dolls, but they didn't ever take off. They literally re- recorded this whole song, right, years prior, and then it got scrapped. So then they, they gave this to, basically, to Sierra. So she got a song that was, like, years old, and it was on YouTube, another group had recorded, given to her. Oh my god, that's actually crazy. It sounds like it. <laughs> I was just like, seriously, guys. I you can Google now and go on YouTube and type in that's how I'm feeling Paradisi Girls. It's the exact same song. Almost the ad lib everything's almost the same, except for maybe some of the ad libs are different. Like I was just like raw. Like I'm not gonna lie, Polo the Don, you just literally recycled an old song, gave it to her. That's really not cool. Yeah, like, that's not cool at all. Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah, it makes me like it even less <laughs> than how we did. Um yeah, I just think this album, like, there are some strong songs, like, Dance Like, Dance like We're Making Love, I Bet, Give Me Love Is Strong, Kiss and Tell, but then, like, everything in between, to me, is just so skippable. Yeah, like, uh Yeah, wasn't she supposed to name, I think it was Basic Instinct, wasn't she supposed to call that One Woman Army or something? I think it was um this album, because she's got the song One Woman, One Woman, well, One Woman Army on it. So, like, she was trans. I think... Oh, no, wasn't it Basic Instinct? I think it might have been Basic Instinct. I think it might have been the Sierra album. Um, oh, yeah, maybe. She was... Around 2012-13, she was singing... I remember she performed One Woman Army, the song, a little bit of a snippet of it. But then, I don't know, it didn't make the cut to the Sierra album, which I'm not mad at, because it's a bit of a noisy song, kind of all over uh, the Yeah, it's not a good song. In my opinion. <laughs> you know, I think she liked it, she wanted to save it, so she put it on this album. Because um, initially, I think she was saying this year album was going to be called One Woman Army, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, because that was when you know the three songs she released before yeah. um, Body Party. So I think they were going in a different direction. They and were, then they changed yeah. it. So yeah, that makes sense. I think it was a good decision. And LA Reid, I think, makes good creative decisions generally. I think. Like he was the, like, one of the EPs for this year album. So I think he had a good hand in the songs that were picked finally. So yeah. Um. So my top three songs. Actually, you go first. What's your top three? Um, Defo, Kiss and Tell, Fly. Although the beat is redundant, um, and it's like <laughs> a beat that I hear Sierra used a lot, and all good for me. To be honest. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would say I loved. I bet. I still like yeah. that song. It was a good. It was a good. Um, it was a good. It's a good song. It's a good personal song. Never really seen heavy personal before. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually, so I like Kiss and Tell, but I actually like Give Me Love a bit more. Mm-hmm. So I put Give Me Love, and yeah. then I put um, Dance Like We're Making Love, because I actually do like that song. I know you don't like it, but... No, um, yeah, I didn't like it. Um, I just thought it was like, I just wanted it to be have more of a beat. I just felt like it was quite empty or naked. Yeah. But... Also, well, I think I liked it because the video is actually really good. It's one of my favourite Sierra videos. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But yeah, those are my top three. But I think I would give the album... <laughs> Honestly, I would actually give it a four out of ten because I just don't enjoy it. I, ne- <laughs> I never go back to it. So, damn, bro. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, Sierra. I'm sorry. Oh, I give it a five out of ten. Um, I think not her best work. I just like kissing her really now. But yeah. Also, the fact that she named named it her mum's name, but it doesn't really have anything to do with her mum. Just like yeah, I kind of don't really get the reference. I think it was an ode to like her mom's obviously, but like, what is the re- you know what I mean like. I yeah, doesn't it? It just doesn't make sense. There's no <laughs> about being a mum on there. Like, she's got I Got You, which is like a dedication to her son, Future. But besides that, there's nothing really dedicated to anybody on there. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of confusion. But yeah, we move. And moving on to her last album, Beauty Marks. 
released in 2019 independently. Um, her most final at the moment and most recent project. Um, not my favorite from Sierra, I would say. I think it was diff- weird seeing her not without like label push and budget, because I'm used to seeing like high quality, great videos from Sierra and good like good videos and good dancing. Um, it was like a pop R&B collaboration kind of album. Um, I feel like it was a like a Jackie part two. Um, but with like less favorable sounds, I would say. Um, <clears throat> the singles were Level Up, Freak Me, Dose, Greatest Love, and Thinking About You. I think in the being independent, she was able to kind of release more singles than she normally would. But obviously, the budget wasn't really all there for the videos, so you can tell that this independent because like the video quality wasn't great for like middle videos, like Freak Me. Well, Freak Me didn't even get a video; it was like a snippet dance thing she did in the sand or whatever. Dose was a cute song, but again, kind of dated. It sounds. It reminded me of like. Um, can you what's that song by Destiny Child Lose My Breath? Um, same producer, yeah. reminds me of 2004. I was like, no, and then Greatest Love was like a nice homage or homage to her husband, but again, I don't really know what we're doing. Think about you had potential, I think, but yeah. So, so this was never my favorite Sierra album, but I think it's actually kind of grown on me a little bit more recently. Yeah. Um, I think it is, it's all right, it's like it's decent. I wouldn't say it's like amazing, but it's decent. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think again, we see stupid choices of singles like you said greatest love was a good ode to her husband but it's like why is that a single and she got a video and everything just like it's just a waste i think because yeah. they're just such better songs to release instead obviously level up i i can't stand that song now but i kind of i give it props because it started the the viral challenge the level yeah. up challenge which is nice gets her name out there and stuff and mm-hmm. it's nice it's always nice to see sierra dancing um of course but yeah, so I just think that, uh, I don't know, just single choices. Thinking About You was a good, it's a good pop song. I think it's good for the radio. So I think she should have pushed that a little bit more than she yeah. did. Um, Freak Me was a good song. I like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still so salty about what she did to Set, because Set is one of the best songs in the album, I think. <laughs> the video. Um, the video was just, what it was that? <laughs> I watched that video one time and I never watched it. I just... I just it was like her getting ready for a tour, but then she didn't announce a tour. So, like, what was the point of the yeah, video? Yeah. She did like she did the Beauty Mots tour, but like it was just America and like little like not studios like theaters and stuff. So she did do like a little tour, but um, there wasn't major. That's the thing. But yeah, I think it's a cute album. It's definitely better than Jackie. Yeah. Um. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Definitely for mm-hmm. me, anyway. Personally, I, I enjoy it a bit more than, than Jackie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's actually not much to say about it. It's just it's a very, very simple album. Yeah. So yeah. I think I would give it a six out of ten. Okay. Okay. Well, I thought it was worse than Jackie to be honest with you. Do you like, think? Yeah, I literally would give it like a four out of ten in terms of because I can't lie, like when I listen back to it now, I don't even listen to any of the songs really, but I like I love myself because of the message of the song. That's about it. So Yeah, yeah I see that. Um, what were your favorite top three? Um, top three, I'll say I love myself featuring Michael Michael Lamore. How do you say his bloody bloody name? Um, Nana, and thinking about you. What about you? Mine was Nana set and trust myself. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Are you okay? Trust myself and to love myself. Okay, right. Got you. And we are all saying and collectively agreeing as a group slash duo that. Girl gang should not have happened. Please. Oh my god. Can you imagine how you're doing a collaboration with Kelly Rowling and you give her that shit song? 
<laughs> as much as we love Sierra and Kelly Rowland, we can safely agree that Gogan was not the best collab. I think that it was a terrible song. I really wish that they like. I think I want them to work together again. They're friends, so they can obviously, which is fine. So I want them to work work together again. Give us like a quality RM because between them both, like Sierra, um, Body Party, Ride, Motivation, Ice, um, Kisses Down Low, there's a great potential there between them to do like an R&B, great, sexy, slow jam collab. So yeah, yeah I want them to get into the studio and do that because they're together all the time. So can we get together? Yeah. Get it together. Get it together. So guys, we're at the end of our um, album kind of discussion. So we're going to rank the albums in order of our least favourable to our most favourable. Um, <clears throat> how should we do this part? Should we just like go, should I just go first and just say all of them and then you could do the same thing kind of thing? So yeah, matter. might as well, yeah. Might as well. Okay, cool. So um, in seventh place for me, Sierra's Beauty Mark, because I just think that it was like her, not her greatest piece of work. Um, yeah. Um, in sixth place for me was Jackie by Sierra. Because, again, not the greatest piece of work, but yeah. Um, in fifth place, I think, six, seven, six, five, yes, five, fifth place <laughs> is Basic Instinct for me. Um, I guess I'm still kind of scorned about the time period. But if I think about it, there was like four out of five or five out of ten songs were good. So yeah. Um, in fourth place for me, Fantasy Ride. Um, I kind of battled between Fantasy Ride and Sierra's Sierra album because I thought I just I was thinking about the time and what I enjoyed more as a child versus when I was a bit older and then I was just like Mm-mm. but then I think Sierra Sierra has more replayability and I really love Super Turn Up over Keep Dancing With Me if I think about the songs I played the most around those times when they yeah. came out so yeah the third place for me is Sierra's Sierra album I think it was a good reintroduction good R&B and pop um, cross or mix. All right, second place. I was battling between the two, but I think songs like "Getting Fit In" and "I'm Just Me" kind of ruin—not ruin, but they kind of bring down the evolution a little bit. Mm-hmm. I get the concepts of them. So number two for me was the evolution, meaning that my number one Sierra album is "Goodies." <laughs> my goodies, my goodies. Yeah, <laughs> goodies has no skips to me, like, and is always. Like nothing, it doesn't sound dated. I can play the songs from Goodies now and I feel like they still sound great. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Number one, uh, Goodies definitely definitely one of her best albums. So, yeah. I agree. I agree. So, my number seven is Jackie. Obviously, I really did not like the album <laughs> at all. <laughs> we know. Like, there's literally no saving grace to it. Um, right. Number six, so this is my controversial decision. <laughs> I put my number six as Fantasy Ride because... Ooh. I just, I just think it just sounds so dated and I don't really, I honestly never go back to it. Mm. So apart from the singles, there's nothing else that's kind of redeems it for me. Um, so that means I put Beauty Marks above Fantasy Ride. And I know that's yeah, very that's controversial. Crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> I know that's controversial, but I've grown on Beauty Marks a lot more than I did when it first came out. So, okay. Yeah. So, and there's like on Beauty Marks, I still listen, I still go back to like Set and I still go back to Nana and Freak Me. So I think mm-hmm. I go back to that more than I do Fantasy Ride, if I'm honest. That's so. interesting, but that's fair enough though. That's very, very fair, of course. Yeah. So then my number four is The Evolution. I think for the same reason as you, I know yours is a bit higher, but for me, I just think some of the songs like Getting Fit In and stuff kind of just diminish it a little bit. Mm. Um, so I think if she's kind of left those songs out, it would be much stronger, in my opinion. Mm. My number three, so I battled between these two as well. So my number three is uh, Goodies. Mm. 
because I think I just I think Sierra just edges it out a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, Sierra is a really really well done album. I think. Um, mm-hmm. And then that makes my number one basic instincts, and I think you knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I'm surprised, but I kind of not at the same time because I feel like this is the album that you resonated with the most, especially because we bought it. It is. I think it's because yeah. I bought it. You know, I think maybe that just bumps it up a little bit more. Yeah, because so. you obviously liked it enough at that time to like to buy yeah. it. Yeah, and I think you probably have a better connection with goodies than I do. Because yeah, yeah, you you actually listen to music more than I did back then. Because I think you you kind of got me into music because you put. You put like all those songs and albums on my MP3 because I couldn't, I didn't have a computer when I was younger. So, oh, even, oh, do you remember? And I get, do you remember? I gave, I gave you my MP3 and you put all yeah, your music I, remember, I don't even remember that, you know, until now you just said that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. oh. you definitely were a bit more of a music head than I was back then. You know, it was um, though because you're like the older sibling, so like it's a bit different because sometimes, yeah, you had Pam and yeah, so I had my brother and sister like music, yeah, and my sister especially, so that's what it was mainly, mainly, yeah, so. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Um, yep. But guys, let us know your rankings. See if I, I know it's probably going to cause some sort of controversy, <laughs> but <laughs> we will see what the black backlash is. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, yes, guys, thank you for listening to our Sierra ranking. I hope it wasn't too confusing for you or too long. And um, as always, we have um, our playlist, rate your playlist on Spotify, um, where we add new, usually add new school and old school songs each week. But today we're just going to add like one Sierra song each um, because, you know, it's a Sierra episode, so why not? And I'm going to add Super Turn Up because I've been talking about it all day. So yeah, <laughs> that's my song. I honestly couldn't choose which one to put, but I'm going to put Heavy Rotation, I think. Oh, what a great choice. <laughs> because mm. that... Honestly, I think out of all of her discography, that's the biggest, biggest crime that she's ever done. <laughs> yeah, I think that the justice for, hashtag justice for heavy rotation, because I can't lie, like, we did get shortchanged with, that, with no video. Apparently they were going to release a video, but something happened. So, yeah, I don't know. It was, There's always uh, something that happens. Girl. Literally. Always. <laughs> Yeah, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. We appreciate it. Please continue giving us likes and ratings on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, um, whatever platform you listen to us on. We really appreciate it. Um, please continue sharing with your friends and family. We appreciate the support. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram is the, at the rated podcast. We will follow back. Um, our email address is ratedpodcast1 at gmail.com. If you have any topics or anything you want us to speak about, please feel free to drop us a line or DM us on Instagram. We will reply. And my personal Instagram is at CNN. And I'm Olivade. And we will speak at you next time. Yes, we shall. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.